Stay tuned now for Love Talk with the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkhater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Today they're talking about being united in love. Thank you, John. We are in studio today, and I say we, it is Carrie Brinkhater, and I, good morning, Miss Carrie. Hello, Miss Evelyn. How are you doing? I'm just perky. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom would say kind of prissy, you know. You said you're you're filled with joy juice this morning. That's right. My joy juice is high level as well. has so many wonderful things going on. And we have a marvelous opportunity today to talk about something that is so dear to my heart, and we're going to be doing that uh, here at... Uh, the Love Talk uh, on today's Christian Talk, 1120, from the bridge in Austin, Texas, bringing really principles and promises of God to a world that's seeking and searching for the real answers to life. And we've got some for, for, for our friends today. But also with us today is our good friend, Miss Kathy. Hello, Miss Kathy and Brock. How are you in Boise? I'm doing great, Evelyn Carey. It's so good to be with you guys this morning, and I love what we are going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about unity, and um, I'm so I, you know, it's times like these where I just wish we could have our our listeners call in. I wish we were a hundred percent live and not in the studio recording this for all of our friends. I. And I'd love to hear and just get some stories, have people call in and talk to us about this, because from experience, I think most of our listeners know that unity can be healthy, it can be unhealthy, it can be life-giving or destructive, and, you know, we really have to be careful about who we unite ourselves with mm-hmm. or with whom we unite ourselves. And we're going to really press in and see what Christ says about unity and was it even important to him? Should it be important to us today as Christians, as Americans, as member of families and churches and groups? Or, you know, sometimes I've thought about unity and I think, is it really achievable? Or is it just some utopian principle that a philosopher came up with to define the unattainable? And so this principle has it's floored me, it's, it's pushed me, and I'm just so excited to share some insights and, and highlights of, of what I've learned um, searching through Scripture and, and talking with counselors, talking with the both of you, and, and discussing these things. And so I'm excited to share with our listeners today on this subject of unity. It, it should be a phenomenal show, and I think as we look at what's going on in our world today, you know, unity is something that escapes many of us, and that doesn't mean we have to agree on everything, Miss Evelyn. Um, it means that we look to Jesus for the answers, Absolutely. and we're going to go through and talk about that today. Before we get to our main topic of unity, Miss Evelyn, what is going on in your love world? <laughs> well, my joy level is pretty high right now, I think. Oh, it's just everyday stuff with Jesus. And, you know, you get so excited when you see him working and there are things going on. But we uh, are in another second session now at, at the Texas State Capitol, mm-hmm. and we're finding some life and love issues, and that's always exciting. Uh, but we, um, you know, we are moving forward very quickly to the uh, kicking off of our um, initiative on praising and praying across America, which is our new book with some of our authors, and uh, we um, we are developing uh, an initiative for Washington D.C. Uh, in mm-hmm. uh, in cooperation with uh, Anne Graham Lotz and 
And then uh, we are planning and working for the fall event that uh, would be happening in Central Texas with Franklin Graham. So, I, you know, my joy level is pretty high right now, Missy. I tell you what, listeners, Miss Evelyn is a, she, she says, if you were to be in this room right now, there's so much joy radiating from her face and her body language. It's amazing. And I would highly encourage you to keep this station on. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're not listening to Christian talk radio, listen to Christian music because right. it can just change your outlook on your day, change your outlook on your week. And um, so well, I highly... It's scary. You know, you're joyful too. I am. I am. You know, it's summertime and uh, we love summertime around our house. Kids are home and it's been a, it's been a phenomenal couple of weeks so far. My kids are working together they have their own little business and so they're working together which has uh, been great there has been very little arguing in my house and uh, very little bickering there's been a lot of a lot of loud laughing and uh it's been it's been fantastic uh is it so, a ministry project or a money project well it's it's both it's okay. well it's a it's a money project um and they they kind of go around to the you know in Georgetown we have so many construction sites, mm-hmm. um, lots of building, and so they go around to these construction sites and they sell Gatorades. And oh. when they have a chance, you know, they you know, people ask them, well, what are you selling Gatorades for? And they'll talk, they'll get to talk about they're going on a mission trip this summer, and they're going to an international village in um, in Atlanta. And uh, a lot of refugees live in this mm-hmm. village, and they're so excited about experiencing different cultures and different foods and really going to places that haven't heard about Jesus in this area and just sharing Jesus with people. And uh, so they're raising money for that, and it's it's just been great. It's been a lot of fun, and we're about to work vacation Bible school the next couple of weeks. Um, so, of course, I'm the game lady, you know, <laughs> and that is my title officially um, after all of these years. And so, uh, it, so it'll be a great time. Kathy, you've got uh, excellent adventures coming up as well. We do. We actually leave tomorrow for a trip to Greece, and um, I we get to go all three girls and Eric and I and my mom and dad and my sister and her fiancé, and we're going to be going to some really neat places that are highlighted in the New Testament. So we're going to Ephesus. That's where you get the book of Ephesians from, two letters that Paul wrote to um, the Ephesians in the Ephesus church, and we're going to Corinth and then to Patmos, where John was on the island when he received the vision of Revelation. And so, all right, when when I get back, we I'm, I'm going to be taking notes and and just <laughs> journaling over this whole time. And when I get back, we I'm going to be sharing some of the lessons that I've learned from these important places. And so that'll come um, kind of towards the end of the summer, kind of the second and third week of August for our listening friends. And oh, we are just so giddy about this trip. We can't believe that we get to make it. Well, Greece is a beautiful country. Van and I went there on our 25th anniversary. Uh, we did have one little tragedy. Uh, the doors to the elevators in Greece open like a door to your front door. They don't slide back. They have to open out and come back flush. Well, uh, we overloaded the elevator and it fell. 
Oh, and no. And so they oh. started cranking it up, and it fell again. Oh, no. <laughs> and and uh, there was a pastor's wife, and she said, Evelyn, pray. Pray, Evelyn, pray. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't hurt us. It was just one of those things that happens, and uh, we look back on that a lot. And like, the Lord shook us up in oh. Greece. So I hope you all have fun. Uh, what about... Uh, being one with a family that, it, you know, when you've got a big fa- a family issue or a family trip, it takes a lot of prayer to do that. So we're going to be praying for you, Miss Kathy. Thanks, Evelyn. Well, you know, it's so, so interesting. We're going to get into this subject of, of being one and unity and what that means. And, you know, all my girls are so different. Each of them are looking towards a very different aspect of the trip. One of them just is excited about being on a sailboat for a week. One of them is all about looking at Athens and the Parthenon and all of the the old temples that they have because she's read this Percy Jackson series and just thinks it's exciting and she wants to see all these old mythical places. And the other one is just so excited about the relationship side of it, getting to be with her aunt and future uncle and grandma and grandpa and getting to do this together. So we have this incredible diversity in the family and you think with so much diversity how on earth can you have oneness and unity and we're going to get into this in today's show it's going to be a fun topic well kathy what was unity important to jesus it's going to be important for you guys on this trip but but was it important to jesus we have just a couple of minutes before our break well, so here's the thing. I never thought it was. And and so when I've, you know, I've heard this whole topic of unity and, and being an ambassadorial scholar to Australia in my undergrad, in my postgraduate, um, unity was something that was always stressed. And so I thought unity was kind of this secular thing. But, you know, I thought the, the priority of the follower of Christ is to really live according to God's word in a way that actively fulfills the Great Commission, you know, making disciples of all nations. And I, I, I thought, well, do I really need unity to fulfill the Great Commission? Because Jesus called us to love one another, and he said that by our love, others would know that we are his disciples. But I, I, I had never seen before where he had really stressed unity. But here's the thing. When I got into Scripture over this, unity is huge. It is all through the Old Testament, all through the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And one of the most passionate prayers that Christ prayed was for unity. And the night of his very last supper with his 12 disciples, the night that he was betrayed, before he was betrayed and handed over, after this dinner, he had a few precious moments with his disciples. And um, and he prayed. He spent the time praying for them, and he prayed for unity. And um, and he used the same passionate, intimate words that we see God using all the way back in Genesis chapter 2. And for our listening friends, go flip over to John chapter 7, and you can see this final prayer that Jesus prayed before he went to the cross to die for our sins. Well, um it, it, it is a powerful prayer. It's in, it's in John chapter 17, and Jesus prays for himself, and he prays for his disciples. Listeners, when we return from our break, we will talk more about why unity was important to Jesus. We'll get into John chapter 17. We'll talk about um, these first words in, in Genesis as well. So uh, unity, is it important 
Is it needed? And who should we have unity with? We will discuss all of these things right after these messages. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Okay, it's time now to get back to Love Talk with the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Today's topic, United in Love. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We are here on the bridge, 1120 a.m. We are so grateful that you are here with us. And just know, listeners, you have been placed in this time on this station listening to us for a reason. Um, God has put you here, and uh, we hope that 
um, something we say today can resonate with you and bless your life. We're talking today about unity. Kathy, you've put together such a wonderful program for us today. And we, before we left for the break, we were talking about was unity important to Jesus? Now, we know that the word unity is plural. Um, unit means one. Unity means more than one. So we're talking about being together with, you know, more than one person, not just us. So Jesus was Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. That's We can save all of that for another show. But um, it was still important to him to have unity with others. Help us understand that. Um, or it was still important to him um, to 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 have unity. Can you help us with that concept a little bit, Kathy? Absolutely. And, you know, it really, it expresses best in this prayer that Christ prayed in John chapter 17. I mean, when we talk about, about unity, I mean, a really simple definition, it's like a, a, a state of being united or joined as a whole. And so um, we're going to get into this you know, it, it does what it requires, um, but we want to talk. We are talking about a oneness. A unit is is a one. It is a whole. It is multiple pieces coming together as a whole, as one. And uh, in John chapter 17, I just want to read through this with you a little bit. Um, just these verses in between verse nine, and then jumping down. Um, 9 through 11, and then jumping down 20 to 23, uh, this is Christ praying to God the Father, and and Christ says this, I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours. All you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. Mm. And then Christ continues, and he says, Now my prayer is not for them alone, not for the disciples alone, but I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Just, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. And so, it, I mean, you can hear this passion in his words, how intimate this language is, that he's, he's saying that the world is going to know the truth through our unity. And that, that, that the truth that they're going to know is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, and has loved man even as he has loved his own son. I mean, that's mind-blowing. No other religion on the planet will teach that. And, 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 and here's the second thing, that God loves personally, dearly, and passionately. Again, no other God loves the, the way personally and passionately the way that the one true God of the Bible loves. And, 
Absolutely, Kathy. Absolutely. Um, I mean, as we look that Jesus wanted unity, he wanted us to have unity with others. Um, it requires a second person. And I think it's really interesting that it, it requires a second person or two, two or more for unity. It's about mm-hmm. relationship. And when you enter to a relationship with someone, something amazing happens, especially if, you know, this is a good and healthy relationship. I love kind of the symbolism that science brings us. There's a a terminology called synergy or a synergistic reaction. And right. Don't you love that? It's the interaction or cooperation of two or more substances, people, agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate effects. Right? So, Miss Evelyn, if you were to do this show by yourself, oh, right? I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do the show by myself. I, I depend on Kathy and Evelyn. Um, we each have our individual strengths. Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn, such a Bible scholar. Kathy, holy cow, Bible scholar, very well read, new to Old Testament. Me, I, I really don't know. I just kind of bring maybe the real world <laughs> application, I guess. But the three of us together, we produce this kind of synergistic reaction. We're better together than we probably are by ourselves, right? And I think that's what the Lord has in mind for us as we we look at unity and as we look at relationships. Um, Healthy relationships in our life bring love, bring um, joy, peace, and strength. Whereas unhealthy relationships, you know, they, they produce in us this kind of hopelessness or or fear of the future um jesus says that we're made for relationship i mean if you look at sweet little babies preemie babies in the nicu they need physical touch um there's been a movement over the last i don't know probably 10, 15 years that as soon as your baby's born, they want that baby to lay right on Mm -hmm. your skin, right next to you with no um, cloth in between. They just want that skin Mm -hmm. on skin, right? And it helps the babies. It helps them develop. You see that um, solitary confinement in prisons Mm -hmm. has basically almost been eradicated because when people are left alone, they their their minds cannot process. They live in misery. In misery, Miss Evelyn. And um, and so it, it's so important for us. Even in Genesis, listeners, in Genesis two eighteen, I'm flipping in my Bible right now. You might hear my pages turning because I want to read this exactly um, instead of my shorthand from my notes. The Lord God said. It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable helper for him. Right? Isn't that exciting? It's not good for man to be alone. Um, and I think that he gives us relationships. Much of what we are to our gain, much of what we're to gain, learn, and experience in relationships is to aid us in mirroring the kind of relationship we should have with God and the kind of relationship he wants to have with us. Think about it, listeners. Our God is the only God. Christianity is so unique. He's the only one that wants a relationship with the people that follow him. Think about other world religions, Buddha, Allah. There's no such thing as a relationship. 
It's about following. It's about rules. It's about doing this and that. It's about doing things to being. to gain favor, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas our God says, I want to have a relationship with you. I want to know you. I want to know who you are. And um, I think that that is so incredibly important. Miss Evelyn, what do you have for us? Well, in John, <coughs> excuse me, I got a little throat thing. 17, he says, um, um, I'm no longer going to be visible in the world. And this is how the message, my, my friends will continue in the world while I return to you. Holy Father, guard them as they pursue this life that you are conferred as a gift through me. Mm. A gift through me. So that we can be one heart and one mind as one heart and one mind uh, is what we really are. We, that is what unity is, is when we have an open heart mm-hmm. toward God and toward others mm-hmm. and allow him to begin to fill us with the mercy and the goodness and the kindness that comes from a personal relationship with him. You know, Miss Evelyn, you're always talking about your love field. I think that's one of the first things that really had an amazing impression on me years ago when I started doing this show with you. You talked about your love field. Where is your love field? And that's, that's just had such a big impact on me. And, and, and Jesus wants us to open our hearts and open our minds to having a love field for others, right? And Miss Kathy, you know, as you talk about unity, does that mean that we always have to agree with someone? No, I mean, I I think that, well, okay, so our church, Eagle Christian Church, they have this motto. It says, in the main things, unity, in the minor things, liberty, in all things, love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love the example that you used earlier, Carrie, because you talked about each of us um Evelyn and you and myself bringing different things to the radio. There's a lot of diversity here. And unity does not mean sameness. That is, Mm -hmm. if if unity within a relationship requires sameness, that is an unhealthy relationship. Unity thrives where there is diversity. Because if you and I are exactly the same, one of us is not needed, right? Oh, man, so. that would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what marriage is all about, Missy. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go back and look at, at relationship, Kathy, I think I think something that really in, had, a, had a big impression on me as I studied this was that, you know, we see glimpses of God through those he puts in our lives. Now, turn that around. This also means... That we get to be a tangible expression mm-hmm. of God's love for others through through our life. So if he's putting people in our lives to show us this relationship and, and, and to, to be one and to have unity, we've got to look at that. Who Who is God putting for us? Mm-hmm. Who are we needing to have relationship with and be unified with? Who, who, are, we need, who are we needing to seek out? Um, it's it's not a one-way street here, right? Um, and so I think that that is really, really important for us. I think something else that really struck me was in James, James 2.23. Listen to this, guys. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. What? That's so cool. Abraham was a friend of God. And that's what God desires for us, um, 
for this type of relationship. Oh, listeners, um, what what fun. So we've talked about relationship. When we return from our break, thank you so much to our listeners who've been with us for so long. We really appreciate their support. Um, when we return from our break, not only does God want us to... Um, have this unity with others in relationship. Unity requires a purpose and a perspective. And Kathy and Evelyn are going to bring us to that purpose and perspective right after these messages. Return to us back on 1120 AM, today's Christian Talk. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. More love talk straight ahead with the three love ladies, Kathy Endebrock, Carrie Brinkhater, and your host of hosts, Evelyn Davison. Today they're talking about being united in love. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We are here with uh, Miss Evelyn Davison, the amazing and wonderful Miss Evelyn Davison. We're also here with Kathy Enderbrock, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater. We are delighted that you are here with us. Thank you for sharing this time with us. God has put you here for a purpose, and uh, today we are discussing unity. Um, we have looked at um kind of the definition of unity, what, what, is, what does that mean? We've also looked at, was unity important to Jesus? And it was, it absolutely was. He prayed for unity um, for his disciples and for his followers. 
Um, we've looked at unity in uh, what does it require? It requires a second person or or others um, so that we can have relationship. Oh, Kathy, let's talk about that transformation and the shared purpose and perspective that unity requires. You know, so I think that when we are um, – when our goal is unity um, – I think we have to remember that God's goal for us is unity. Mm-hmm. And, love. you know, I know that some of us think about those difficult family gatherings and you think, <laughs> oh, my gosh, there are some places in my life I will never have unity. It's, it's you know, there's it's just there's so much work. And um, and here's what I really want to tell you is that God will bring the unity. He will bring the shared perspective. He will bring the shared purpose. And, and I can say that with 100% confidence because he has given us uh, not a few dozen examples of where he has brought this about, but hundreds and thousands of examples in the Bible of people groups and individuals where he has brought this transformation uh, where he brings them to a place where they have a shared purpose and a shared perspective. And over and over again, Throughout the Old and New Testament, we see um, prostitutes becoming great women, examples of murderers becoming great leaders, children becoming world changers, manual laborers becoming kings, broken and thrown away people becoming significant and powerful together within um, churches, within the nation, within groups. And so God will bring about that, that shared perspective. And, and I want, I want to just, there's this, um, a verse in Ephesians chapter four, verses one through five. And, um, it, and it says, this is, this is Paul talking to the church in Ephesus. And he says, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace, because there is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. And so here's the thing. We don't have to struggle and be anxious about unity. We can keep our eyes focused on on those things that God has called us to. That that we can um, we can focus on the the one body and the one spirit that that we have in common. That we have Christ in common. That we do through Christ have a unity of mind. Through Christ, we do have gentleness. We do have brotherly love. We do have a tender heart towards one another. We can maintain a humble mind. Those are all the things. Those are the shared purposes and perspectives and um, demeanor that are going to achieve the unity that Christ has called us to. Kathy, before you get into the rest of your purpose and perspective, I, I think that it's important to kind of remind Christians that, you know, we're all from different denominational backgrounds, right? I mean, I didn't necessarily grow up like you did, or I don't go to the same church as you do. And we don't want to get caught up with um, 
well, your church has different sacraments in mind or different ordinances or you have elders and we have deacons and you have, you know, hymns and we have contemporary. Like all that stuff doesn't matter, right? What matters, and and Kathy, I think these, these verses in Ephesians are very beautiful, but it's also a warning to us. Don't get caught up in all that little yeah. stuff, right? You know, um, I heard a preacher say one time his church was bickering. I love this guy. His church was bickering over, like, where to put the piano, right? And, oh, put it on the right side, put it on the left side, whatever, okay? And they could not agree. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we might as well put it in the baptism, <laughs> in the baptistry. <laughs> and, um and, 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 you know, the church was a little confused. Well, if we continue to bicker over where we're putting the piano, there's not going to be any people getting baptized in this church. So we might as well just put the piano in the baptistry, right? <laughs> and so I think, I love that. right? And I think you would love this guy, Miss Evelyn. Um, and so I think that we don't get caught up on on, on these little things that, that can hang people up. Jesus is the focus, folks. Mm-hmm. Jesus, one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith. And it doesn't, it, as long as you're believing that there's one way to Jesus, to, to, to God, and that's through Jesus Christ, the Son, that's what we have in common. And those other things I think we can, you know, have a logical discussion about sometime, but it's not things that are to, to hinder us from being unified with Christians around us. Right? And, you know, I, I will add to this because I, I'm reading this. Amazing book, and ladies, I, and Miss Evelyn, I believe you have read it, Carrie. I'm pretty sure that that you may have one if if you haven't started opening it, because I, I know how crazy your life gets. I can't even imagine how you have time to open a book. But um, it is this book, Standing in the Fire, by Tom Doyle, and oh. we are seeing in modern day, like right now, today, as we speak, Absolutely. for centuries, Muslims have killed Muslims, Sunnis cannot stand the Alawites. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Syria is torn apart because of this. There is nothing in centuries that have been able to bring these groups together for any period of peace. Yeah. And yet what we are seeing now Oosh. is that Christ mm-hmm. is bringing them together. We are seeing these um, former Alawites who now are, are followers of Jesus who love Jesus, who are risking their lives daily for um, former Sunnis. And we're talking in the hundreds and in some cases the thousands. Right. They are coming together and worshiping side by side, praying side by side, hugging on each other, caring for one another, providing for one another. This is mind-blowing and impossible but their hearts have been changed. Their minds have been changed. Jesus has transformed them from the inside out and given them a shared purpose and perspective. Well, and know, that is so true, Kathy, and it's happening in America, too. Uh, we do want to recommend Tom Doyle's books. One is uh, Why They're Killing Christians, and uh, you may remember the title of the other one. They both are absolutely outstanding. It is evidence of the work that they've done in Dallas, up in Fort Worth area, that within the last three years, they've had thousands and thousands of Islamic men come to know the Savior uh, in, in unity and in oneness. And uh, just Google him, Tom D.O.Y.L.E., and mm-hmm. he, is a, he is a fantastic um, missionary, but he's a great communicator, and, and God is using him powerfully. 
and we just would take a minute to recommend that for you. Absolutely. You know, Tom Doyle, um, standing in the fire, uh, killing Christians, living the faith where it's not safe to believe. Mm -hmm. Two nations under God, why you should care about Israel. And I know that our friend uh, Linda Chandler, um, you know, she she comes on the show quite often and she talks about that. Um, But, Kathy, you were talking about this shared purpose and and perspective and um i love i love this uh this little picture of of marriage and you know a lot of times we get married and um and believe that unless you see the same the the same things exactly the same way i do and do things exactly the same way i do that we can't have unity um well that's wrong that's very wrong wrong, right um i've always said if any ever get a divorce and i get a divorce we be married uh well the uh six years and a couple of weeks It'd be over trash and garbage. <laughs> <laughs> He'll forget to put the garbage out, mm-hmm. or you know, and uh, it's those little things that that hold you together to work, keep working. No, nothing is ever easy. Every time I see like shoes on the floor, you know, a bowl or a cup left out or whatever, I always think to myself, okay, if that was not there, I would miss that. Right? That drives me crazy. Because that should be in the dishwasher. But if that was not there, I would miss that, right? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to turn around and put it in, put it in perspective, make it have purpose. Um, so uh, the the Lord and is. Go ahead, Kathy. You know, I was going to say the one thing. If if with you know, I know every one of our listeners takes something away from this show, just as each of us do. But I really want you to get this: that unity does not require sameness. Mm-hmm. Only unhealthy relationships require sameness. And I mean, just think: if you walked out on a beautiful spring day, and all you saw was the exact same flower and the exact same tree growing everywhere, it would bore you out of your mind. It is the diversity that brings beauty, the diversity that brings out those unique relationships, the diversity, as Carrie was saying earlier, that brings synergy. So we are not looking for the same way of thinking and the same way of doing and exactly the same in everything. We are not looking for this utter robotic conformity that is not unity that is not what we won't want to require of our our wonderful husbands and our family members we unity is a different level beyond just sameness absolutely absolutely oh listeners i i wow Thank you, friends, for, for being with us. Um, we still have one more segment, and I'm so excited. Miss Evelyn is going to talk about how unity requires sacrifice, and that goes right along with what Kathy was just talking about. Unity does not require sameness. It, it requires us to be open um, and honest, um, but Miss Evelyn is going to get into this sacrifice, and what does that mean? As we talk about sacrifice, we think that that might be painful, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, so join us right after these messages from our wonderful listeners, and you'll be right back here on 1120 AM, today's Christian Talk.
You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leading you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. More love talk right now with the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Endebrock. Their topic today is being united in love. Listeners, you are here with the love ladies. Today. <laughs> we did a lot of loving today. We are. And you are listening to Love Talk uh, today's on today's Christian Talk, 1120 a.m. I'm Carrie Brinkader, of course, Miss Evelyn Davison, and we have Kathy Enderbrock, Unity. If there's been any other time, Miss Evelyn, I can't think of a better subject that Kathy has brought for us today than unity. And it's just, you know, it's something you don't really think about. It's just something that you think happens, or, or but you can work on it and you can be open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just, I just love this topic. Um, Jesus prayed for unity. He prayed for oneness. Unity requires um, people. Mm-hmm. requires more than just me trying to do something on my own volition. Um, it requires a shared purpose and perspective, but that does not mean sameness. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Unity also requires a sacrifice, right. Miss Evelyn. Um, I know you've been married, like you just said, for almost 66 years. I'm sure there's been many times mm-hmm. when you've just had to sacrifice something and say, you know what? It's just fine. We can leave the dishes like that. The socks are fine. If you want to fold the towels that way, it's okay. That you just kind of have to sacrifice. Now, obviously, Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice for us, but unity does require sacrifice. You know, that's where we are in America right now. That's what we need as much as anything. We need faith. We need grace. Mm. Uh, We need mercy. But we have got to come to a point in this nation where we realize the importance of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking this week about when the pilgrims came, and in our new book, Praising and Praying Across America, we, we highlight this a little bit. They came with very basic essentials, mm-hmm. and they came as a oneness group. They came believing that God was going to use them to raise their families and to build a nation, and God has done that. They came... Uh, 
not all of them had a Bible. There probably was only one or two Bibles in the whole group because they were priceless. But as they came, and we tell this in the new book, they came with four essentials. Number one was salt. Salt preserves and it protects and it seasons. Uh, secondly was uh, soda. Soda is a medicinal thing. You know, they're right now across all of the uh, doctor uh, LinkedIn things talk about how important it is to have your body have enough bicarbonate of soda because it balances the alkaline. Mm-hmm. So that was a necessity. But there were two other things they brought. They brought seeds to plant and soap to clean themselves with. Soap. And when we look at a life where you make a sacrifice of all the things they had in England, all the things they had in Holland before they came, to reduce down in your life four basic things, what would it be? Of course, they came under the admonition and the protection of the Lord Jesus. And they came as as a body, as a community. And that's what we need in America right now. That's why it is so important for us to realize that unity is important. We may not like our new president. We may not agree with some of his um, his pro- projections, some of his uh, initiatives. But God has placed him there, Carrie mm-hmm. and Kathy, that we should be willing to invest some time in praying for him and encouraging him. And not just the president, but, you know, all of those that serve us in this nation to bring order to us. Because that's what unity is. It's order. It's, mm. It is is that manner in which God deals with us on the one-on-one, but also in a community. And when we look at the, you know, at the United States of America, that's what it is. When they came and even when George Washington, you know, went across the Potomac, all those things God used as a sacrifice in their life. But the major sacrifice that's needed today is for us to come to that point that we recognize that Jesus has paid the price for our life. And what is the cost of that price? What is the sacrifice of that? Because that's what he wants to duplicate in my life and in your life, uh, Kathy, in your life, Carrie. He wants us to be a living example of the power that comes from knowing the reality and the love and the mercy of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus paid the price. He, he, he lived the life, but he also paid the price. Well, I don't, and I don't want us to get confused, listeners. Um, you know, as we talk about sacrifice and unity, I don't want us to think that we have to sacrifice anything of our Christian faith. Right? That is true. Right, Miss Evelyn. We don't. We don't. We're not talking about bending and 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 kowtowing here. That's that's not that's not what we're talking about for the sake of unity. We're never to sacrifice Christ for the sake of unity. That would be to to disown our very selves, the thing that Absolutely. identifies us. Um, to sacrifice the one person who can actually bring true unity is is ludicrous. It's it's um it's crazy. We're never to sacrifice truth or morality or faith or grace. We're never to sacrifice those things. Um, we can sacrifice our comforts, mm-hmm. our our desire to get our way, right? I think that's a big one. We control. can sacrifice the control. 
right? We can sacrifice some of our finances. We can sacrifice our pride, our arrogance to always be right. It it doesn't take any, well, I guess it kind of (laughs) does. For those of us who aren't great listeners, you know, to sit and listen. That might be a sacrifice for you to just sit and listen and keep your mouth closed for a few minutes to sit and listen to someone. Um, and so I think I think that we you know we don't want to get confused here. Sacrifice doesn't mean giving up the things that identify us as Christians. Kathy, did you have anything anything to add to that point there about sacrifice? You know, just agreement. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that, you know, individuals within the nation, they believe that the only way for us to get unity is to have um, to get rid of Christianity, to get right. rid of faith. There's actually an organization that is called the Freedom from Religion, Religion. Organization. Yeah. And, and if we are to remove Christ, we will have no hope of unity we will have no hope of we will simply have no hope as a nation our mm-hmm. nation was founded on 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 the god of the bible he was founded our 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 founding fathers so held dear this principle of unity that they built it into the very name that they gave this baby Nation, And you think when you name a child, you, you name that child based on the hope and the character right. uh, for that child. Uh, you know, our founding fathers were no different. They gave us the name of the United States. When we go and look at our Constitution, it, you know, uppercase that we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect, perfect union. union, there that word unity is again. And they placed us one nation under God over and over and over again throughout historical documents and letters and recordings. Um, it, it, it is God. It is scripture. It is, you know, these things that guarantee, they're the only guarantee, the only hope for unity for us to maintain uh, the, the unity within this nation. That is the one thing we cannot compromise on. Well, and I, I love I love this quote. Unity is not for cowards. Oh boy! <laughs> right, Miss Evelyn. That unity right. requires maturity, mm-hmm. and for Christians, and courage. Unity in, requires spiritual maturity. And you know, man, how I, I think of you know gongs clanging when you think about things not being in unity and so many times we can see that in our homes and in our relationships because we're coward mm-hmm. we we don't want to sacrifice our ambitions and our arrogance and our pride to sit and listen or to be open to doing things a different way again not to sacrifice who we are in Jesus Christ and our mm-hmm. faith um so you know, as our nation is in real need right now, and that is for us to come together in unity mm-hmm. and pray for our leaders. Pray that that God would be so real to them that every de- every decision that is made will uh, bring us closer and closer to the plan of God. Because I do believe with all my heart that God 
He ordained this nation to be united and to be used by him in a way that uh, that never been possible before. We have communication today, means to do things that in a hundred years couldn't equal almost a week in our lifetime. That's right. That's right, Miss Evelyn. And I think God gives us those ways. Um, listeners, just to kind of wrap things up today. Thank you, Miss um, Kathy. We've had we really enjoyed you. We, we're going to be praying for you as you travel. Oh, thanks, guys. I I am so excited uh, to bring everything back and and to kind of go over it with you and our friends and discuss all of these things that I'm going to learn. So, if you guys are looking for somewhere to t- turn in your Bibles, go to. Um, Ephesians, go to Corinthians. We're going to be talking about those things when I get back. It's been (laughs) such a great day with you. Awesome. Awesome. I want to leave our listeners with a couple of things about about unity here. Christ made the ultimate sacrifice of his innocent life to bring us into complete unity. And I love how the message puts this, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. This is the message. Are you tired, worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Well, come to me. Get away with me. Be unified with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Listeners, we pray this for you. If you want to talk to us, if you if you just need a Bible, if you have questions, call us on the Love Line, 512-249-6535. You can also find us on the Love Talk Network. You can also find us on Facebook on the Love Ladies. Um, listeners, we just we pray for you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Miss Evelyn, would you like to thank our sponsors? We do. We make it possible for us to be here, and um, we would encourage you to uh, think about what it is that you need to be uh, as you would begin to participate in some of the things that Love Talk does. One of those things is we are planning a trip trip to Washington, D.C. with our new book, and if you'd like a copy of that book, you can go to www.ndp. Austin.org. It's called Praising and Praying Across America. God calls us to praise in Psalm 100. He says, on your feet now, stand up and applaud God. That's what the psalmist said. And so in our nation right now, for us to truly have unity, we need to come before the Savior and ask Him to give us direction, correction, and even instruction as we look to Him for the answers to the issues of life. Give us a call on the love line, 512-249-6535. And we pray that you'll have a wonderful week learning better how to love walk and love talk with Jesus.